This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Digital Citizen. My name is definitely not Luke. My name is Fro, but with me I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. It's it's back to normal. <laughs> yeah, you sound normal again. Back home. That's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, came home uh, approximately six hours ago. Yes. Ah, okay. And I have... Yes, and I've been out of the house uh, shopping and uh, done a lot of things, so I don't feel like I have been home before approximately two hours before we were going to start record. Were you grocery shopping or were you Christmas shopping? Because this is the time of year you could have been. Oh, grocery shopping. Yeah, there you go, okay. I did a, a yeah. little bit of gr- uh, Christmas shopping this week, actually. Well, I feel like I spent... Uh, about enough uh, on Christmas now, but I have a few more presents to buy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting from me? A lot of love. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what you're getting. Hey, guess what uh, uh, I have beside me? What's that? I have a Christmas soda! Oh, finally! Get back to the Christmas sodas. Yes! Uh, explain to the listeners what we're doing. Norway has Christmas soda competition every year. So Fro went and got a bunch of Christmas sodas at the store, and he's going to try them out on the show. And uh, this is kind of funny because this is ass Christmas soda, and I'm not kidding. I sent a picture. But it's got two A's, so it could be A-ass. Yeah. A-ass. <laughs> Yes. Okay. And it's a glass bottle. Uh, 0.333. So open it. Not. Oh. Oh, hey, ha. That's. uh, You remember the Coca Cola one, right? That smelled like soap. Uh, Yeah. This. Yeah. This. This smells even more like soap. What is that? What does the the soap smell from, do you think? I really don't know. Okay. Uh, it it just smells really, really, really unnatural uh, raspberry. Mm. Mm, okay. Okay. Let's do a little sip. Mm. 
Did you hear that? <laughs> that it came out of the bubble? Uh, yeah, there was a little, <laughs> like a little glug, glug yeah. sound happening. Glug, glug. Okay. Uh, a little more. On the front of the bottle for people, there's like a Santa with his Santa hat and his green jacket. Uh, I don't, mixing a bowl of cocaine, it looks like. I'm, I'm not really sure why he's doing that. <laughs> it's Christmas porridge. But okay. Christmas porridge, right. Uh, That's what they call yes. cocaine in Norway. Yes. Uh... The taste is really, really good. I don't understand how such a awful smelling thing can taste as good as it does, but it does. It, it tastes, it, it tastes uh, the perfect balance of raspberries. Um, I would say this is almost as good as my local one uh the only thing that i will I, I will take a little down because of the awful smell but the, the taste of it is like uh it tastes like uh candy it's it tastes huh. like really like good good raspberry candy okay mm. so mm. how about a score um perfect carbonation um i would give it and eight. Oh, that's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Christmas soda! Do you know what I think? I think you need more Christmas soda over there. I, I guess so. Where, did we say where this one was from? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, no, we, we didn't. We said it was from uh, A.S. Briggery. And uh, that is in, let's see, I really don't actually know. It's from Drummond. Oh, okay. All okay. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next week we will go somewhere else. Yeah, no, I was thinking maybe if you had more Christmas soda, there would be no impeachment because this was really, really, really good. Maybe it would be a, like an anti-impeachment drink. They would all just the uh, the house would just fill up with Christmas soda, and they'd all just stop mm-hmm. and drink Christmas soda and not impeach the president. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, house yeah. Democrats announced articles of impeachment against Trump, uh, citing abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Uh, mm. Yeah, these this is big news. I mean, we knew that. They last week we knew that they were going to write up the articles of, of impeachment, but now it's actually they've actually right. announced it. They put out the papers uh, that you can actually read uh, them talking about why they think it was abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Uh, and do you know what they have it on Audible? And I'm not kidding, they have the whole thing on Audible for free for mm-hmm. members. Yeah. So if you want to listen to it like I did this week, you can go to Audible. Trial. Well, the articles of impeachment are very short, uh, so I'm not supr- uh, uh, I think what you're talking about is the DOJ report, probably, which is like yes, 400 yes. pages, which is not related to this yeah. at all, but we're going to talk about it in a second, so we'll get there in a second. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know why you'd need to listen to this. It's like nine pages long. I don't know why you'd need to listen to it on Audible. Uh, but, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Articles of impeachment, uh, the House Democrats on Tuesday announced they will vote on whether to impeach Donald Trump on two specific articles, like I said. 
Uh, Gerald Nadler, flanked by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the chair of four other panels involved in the impeachment inquiry, made the announcement uh, charging the President of the United States, Donald Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. Mm. Right, this is all about uh, Trump's pressuring campaign on, on Ukraine to compromise... It, uh, his campaign on Ukraine compromised our national security and threatened the integrity of our elections, is what they said. So, uh, yeah, this is big news, and it's going to be even bigger news uh, if and when. I would say the House is definitely going to uh, impeach him, and then it's going to get sent to the Senate, and like we've said a lot of times right. before, they're going to probably, what's going to happen is, they're going to let the Democrats, whatever Democrats have to say in the Senate, they're going to let the, uh, the Republicans are going to let them say it, and then the Republicans are going to be like, all right, let's vote, without ever saying anything is my guess. This is my guess, bro, right? And then yeah, yeah. they just vote, and it gets kicked out, and the, the Republicans yeah. never really had to defend anything. They just vote the yep. way they are obviously going to vote. Yep. Uh, yeah. I totally, I totally agree. And uh, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of strange that uh, this was going on this week because, uh, I'm going to spoil something for the TV round. I watched Watergate, the TV show this week. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And then I was like, Hmm. This is interesting. Me watching Watergate, uh, the TV show, and this you know, suddenly came out. And I was like, yeah, I see. At the, and uh, there were a lot of talks of how it turned inside of Congress when it came out with more evidence that the Republicans were turning against Nixon. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and uh, how how important that was, and I'm I think I think uh, the opposite will happen here. I think uh, nobody of the Republican side will say anything and just like like you said, let it slide. I mean, it's too too short a time to do anything, and anyways, before the fucking election. So, right, well, yeah. Uh... I, I, there's a lot of talk that this could just be giving Donald Trump uh, the election, basically. Because uh, yeah. if it goes through, you've solidified his base, and they're all going to vote. They're, yeah. they're going to go, that was bullshit, we're all voting for Pence, and yeah. then uh, yeah. it's going to be overwhelming that way. If he doesn't lose, or if he wins, or whatever, he doesn't get uh, impeached, he... Uh, then he can go, oh, can you look at what they've done to me my entire time I was president. Look at what they've been trying to do to me, and no, I never got in trouble for anything. Uh, that's going to, again, solidify his base and give him a lot of ammo against whoever he's going against, uh, just as yeah, calling gen uh, generally Democrats, and then just in the States attacking Nancy, Nancy Pelosi for doing this articles right. of impeachment thing. So, yeah, uh, I think it's, like we said many times, this is lose-lose as far as a presidential campaign goes, but they're saying this has yeah. nothing to do with politics, bro, but it clearly does. Yeah, it's bullshit that it doesn't have anything to do with politics. But, uh, yeah, no, I, um, I totally understand why, and I... 
I kind of understand why they think he did something wrong here. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of hearsay from the reports that I, I read or listened to. It's a lot of somebody told my aunt, who told my sister, who also told <laughs> me that Trump said this on the call. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, from what I'm to understand, the Senate's not going to call any witnesses also. So, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden is never going to testify in this. The guy who is the secret whistleblower is never going to testify in this. So no, none of the actual witnesses are ever going to be heard in this case, which I right. think is very strange. Uh, but the secret whistleblower, he might be a fat guy, Fro. We don't know. He, it's secret. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, <laughs> this was so... So this is such a strange fucking case. Oh, Joe yeah. Biden. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden challenges Iowa voter to a push-up contest and may have called him fat. <sighs> may I think he said it? I th- I mean, maybe not outright, but he said it round roundabout three times or one of them is kind of debatable. The other two I think are not debatable. Let's get into it. Right. Uh, During a campaign top stop in Iowa on Thursday, uh, Biden was confronted by a man who accused the former vice president of selling access to the president uh, for a high paying board position in Ukraine for his son, Hunter by, uh, Oh, Hunter Biden, who recently, uh, uh, Biden, who recently 77, uh, fired back calling the man a damn liar and then challenged him to fitness and intellectual tests. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you listen closely, Biden may have even called him fat. Right. So there's a point where he, he turns around and he goes, look, fat, and then catches himself. That's what I got from it. Is that what you heard? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, definitely. Uh, he says... Everybody's saying they think he was going to say fat ass or uh, right. fatty. I thought he was going to say fat boy just because yeah. Biden is like living in the 1950s. And it sounds like, hey, Jack, what you doing, fat boy? You know what I mean? It's totally something it sounds <laughs> right, like he would right, say. Because right, right. he did totally say that as well in here. Get your word right. straight, Jack. It's like, what year? It's like the 1940s. This isn't Grease, the, the, t- the movie Grease. <laughs> Uh, another part of this... Suddenly, suddenly everybody starts dancing. <laughs> right, totally. He points at him, and then every like three people jump up behind him, and they're all pointing, and like they start a musical number. Uh, right, and in and, and the same thing, a lot of people are focusing on him calling him fat in the part where he actually says the word fat, but if you listen to the thing, it's the context you have to put it in, because... He also yeah. said in this, the guy says, uh, I saw it on the news. I saw, they said this on MSNBC and Biden go, calls the guy sedentary or says, I'm not sedentary. Basically saying, I don't sit around and watch TV, meaning you're not as fit as me, meaning you're fat. So he called him fat right. in a roundabout way already and then actually said the word yeah. fat. Um, so... When people say things like this, which is the second part of this story, Joe Biden claims he said facts, not fat, to the Iowa voter. 
Does this remind you of anything? <laughs> when Hillary was like, uh, I was talking about Republicans, right? Republicans, yeah. I wasn't talking about uh, uh, Russians. I was talking about Republicans. Uh, but yeah, Joe Biden and his campaign strongly deny he, he called a retired Iowa farmer fat after challenging the, the man to push-ups over Hunter Biden. Right, that's another thing. Uh, that's the other, the third time he he challenges the guy. Hey, uh, why don't you do? Why don't we do push-ups? Why don't we go for a run? Which he was attacking him because the guy was overweight. Right, he's saying I right. I'm more fit than you. But why was he even saying that, bro? When you go back and listen to the clip, right. it's like he's he he says, "Hey, your son did this stuff over in Ukraine," and Joe Joe Biden's response is, "Yeah, well, you're fat, basically, right?" <laughs> right? right. Is the worst. Uh, but they're denying it, saying, uh, look, what facts are you going to believe? Uh, Biden's team claims he said facts, not fat, during the confrontation. The Biden dispute dig came uh, as he angrily denied allegations by the man. Uh, a voice, conf uh, voice of the confrontation clearly reveals otherwise, though. Like, if you go back and listen to it, he clearly doesn't say facts. Right. And it wouldn't uh, fit in in the context he did it either. So it makes absolutely no sense that he would say it's fact. Uh, it says uh, campaign spokeswoman wrote Thursday on Twitter, to be clear, any assertion VP B Biden said the word about the gentleman's appearance is making something it is not. In a later part of the exchange, the VP began to say, look, facts uh, then said, here's the real deal. If you've been on to a Biden event, you've heard this before. Uh, they, they're they saying the man was flat out wrong about his claims about Hunter Biden. So yeah, the Biden campaign is completely going back on this. My question is, can you imagine if any... Can you imagine if Bernie said, look fat to somebody? What this news mm. article would look like for... <laughs> mm -hmm. Can you imagine if Yang said that? Can you imagine if Tulsi mm -hmm. said that? Can you imagine if Trump even mm -hmm. said that? It would mm -hmm. be at the end. But Joe Biden says, yeah. like, this should be the end of anybody's campaign. But the media is totally yep. covering up for this guy who has made so many mistakes up until now. And this should really be the nail in the coffin. It really should. I mean, I I I talked to someone uh, uh, that said that they were uh, Democrats in the hospital, and I, I was talking like uh, he, he was hoping was going to win the election, and, and he's like, yeah, no, it's probably going to be Biden. I, I don't really like him, but I don't despise him either. And I like I <laughs> I said to him that he should listen to our podcast. So hi, <laughs> hi whatever your name is, because yeah. we're not allowed to say names. Names. Yes, we're very careful. We have, we have something called, like, protection here in Norway. Mm -hmm. But any, anyway, um, uh, so, um, uh, and I, I, I think I think his point was more like, um, uh, he, he was more like, oh, he's in on the top of the pole. He's probably going to win more than. Oh, I really, really like this guy. <laughs> I will vote for him. Like, <laughs> right. The one more, thing he is, was more like, yeah. 
as soon as we start getting a couple primaries votes like done and we see who wins a couple of those mm-hmm. everything can start tur- like turning uh all it takes is bernie wins right. the first two states and it's over or joe biden wins the first two states and it's over you know what i mean that like that everything yeah. could turn around yeah. in the first couple states uh so we just have to wait for that which we only have like a month and a half till that so yeah when it so when is new hampshire's first right iowa it's Iowa first, okay? When is Iowa? Uh, it's at the end of January, but I'd have to look up... Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, February Last 3rd. Week. So actually the very beginning of February, okay. not the end of January. Okay. By the way, for everybody in in Britain, go and vote tomorrow. <laughs> so, just so I have said that uh, while talking about voting go and vote make sure that you vote for the right party uh, please vote labor please vote labor there you right uh, let's talk about that now uh just now we're seeing something coming out uh some kind of leaked document out of the eu saying there's no way boris johnson's promise uh of getting out of brexit is possible uh, according to people inside the eu right. uh this could be a big turning point. It's looking like there's going to be a lot of young vote for Labour and a lot of standard mm-hmm. vote for Tories. It's going to be exciting tomorrow. I'm really excited for it. I mean, to, me too. But uh, please go and vote tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It, it, it will actually. It will actually do, do your civic service. It, it, it is actually very, very important. And, then, and if you are from the UK and you listen to this, Look at what they actually think of things. I I know I have said on this show before that I want uh, people out of Brexit. Uh, I want a Brexit, and I do want a Brexit, but I don't support the Tories in any other <laughs> topic than than getting Brexit, uh, uh, getting the UK out of the EU. Right. So. The, the the Tories is a very very bad party and and uh, Labour is is a very social democratic uh, party that will actually have said that they will follow uh, and uh, the, a new referendum. So make sure that you vote and look into whatever you. The party you want to vote for is actually standing for. So, according to the Wall Street Journal, America supports uh, Tory, which is I thought was weird, yeah. especially from the Wall Street Journal, who's so anti-Trump, which is very strange. Uh, uh, maybe you need. I, I think I, what I, I think you need is a report uh, in the UK. Uh, um, what, what should we call it? Um, uh, uh, Andrew report mm-hmm. instead of Mueller, then you can have Prince Andrew. Oh, oh I see what you, oh, I see what you did there. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Mueller witness uh, from the Mueller report, a witness bragged about access to Clinton's secure, uh, secured access, uh, bragged about access to the Clintons, uh, secured with illegal campaign cash, says the Justice Department. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, emissaries for two wealthy Arab princes boasted uh, to unnamed officials in the Middle Eastern government about his direct access to Hillary and Bill Clinton while funneling more than $3.5 million into illegal campaign comp contributions to the former Secretary of State's 2016 pre presidential campaign and Democratic fundraising committees. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, according to federal indictment announced uh, by the Justice Department this week, um, this uh, wonderful meeting with Big Lady. Can't wait to tell you all about it. George Nadler allegedly <laughs> wrote to the official. Uh, he, for, uh, Nadler is one of foreign governments. Uh, the, this country is one of the foreign government he, he advised in the Middle East after attending a political fundraiser with Hillary Clinton on April 16, 2019. Na, uh, Nader, a lobbyist and convicted sex offender and key cooperating mm -hmm. witness in Robert Mueller's investigation was brought uh, to Clinton's fundraiser as a guest of Ahmed Khawaja, a former CEO of Allied Wallet, a Los Angeles payment processing company. Uh, even while the illegally funneled cash to Hillary Clinton's campaign, uh, Nader talked about the need to also cultivate a then-candidate Donald Trump, reporting that an unnamed foreign official that he had his co-conspirators were developing a constructive relationship with both camps. Uh... They contributed $1 million to the Trump uh, inauguration VP ticket, uh, as well as giving $3.5 million in illegal campaign cash to Hillary Clinton. They were funding both sides, mm. bro. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Strange. Almost like they want... It doesn't really matter what side wins. Hmm. After Hillary Clinton's defeat on November 8th election, Nader and Kawaji's network of straw donors allegedly ship-focused and illegally contributed a million dollars to Trump in inaugural committee, according to the indictment. Yeah, so, uh... Strange. <laughs> she was getting illegally funneled, millions of illegally funneled donations from a Saudi prince uh, in, through her Clinton Foundation. I mean, I guess we are all, like, knew this was kind of going on, but this is definitely proof uh, that it definitely happened. Right. And these same people were also donating to Trump campaign under the guise that they wanted to prop him up, which we know from the WikiLeaks emails, uh, there was the Pied Piper strategy, which the Hillary Clinton campaign wanted to prop Donald Trump up. So right. did this campaign cash that they sent from this... Prince, was that the propping up that the emails are talking about? I, I'm not sure. Right. It could be part of it. But it, I, I, I think it's more like this. They don't really care who wins. They just don't. They want their people to win. Right. That's they just want influence on whoever does win. Right. 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 So it doesn't really matter. And like the Koch brothers and things like that, we we talked about this before. It's like if if we if we think presidents of the United States are like actually a hundred and ten percent in charge, we are incredibly stupid. They are puppets for corporations, and 
I, I think that's one of the things that I like with Bernie. He has absolutely no ties to any things like that. Right, and that's why they're terrified of him as well, and why they yeah, want to get yeah. him out, is because they know yeah. he's not like that. Yeah. Uh, moving back over to the UK, I guess, but also dealing with Trump, ex-British spy Christopher Steele and Ivanka Trump were personal friends for years reports uh, from the mm. DOJ IG report says uh, as well yeah. uh, Republicans and Democrats split over over reaction to the IG Russia report this is what you read or listened to right right it is yeah so why don't you go into uh, this story it, it is um, a, a lot of like Democrats 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 means this and then uh, the rest of the book is like uh, Republicans complaining that they were not allowed to interview anybody. That's <laughs> more or less <laughs> the the whole the whole report. A uh, Justice Department Inspector General report released Monday revealed Christopher Steele, a former British spy, who controversial reports allege links between Trump and campaign and Russia. Operatives was uh, personal friends with a member of the Trump family where that multiple uh, media reports has identified as Ivanka Trump. Do you think when they say personal friend, they mean like first, like touchy-feely person? I don't, I don't think so. I think they would say that if in, the, in, in here if they meant it. Like they would say... Uh, a sexual relationship or something like that, but she's married, so uh, like people can't cheat, right? Uh, still, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, still was hired by a research firm that was working for the Clinton campaign uh, to look into the Republicans' presidential nominee in 2016. Hold on, His report hold on, that is huge. I don't think people re for. The last three years, we've been told that uh, the Clintons did not pay for the Steele dossier. How many times have we been right. told that by the mainstream media? Oh, many, many, many. And times. now this is just coming out, and it's just like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh, you know, that's really a collusion thing. Uh, his reports collectively referred to uh, the steel dossiers, alleged uh, Russian has been cultivating Trump for years and made uh, salacious and unverified claim that Trump could have been uh, vulnerable to blackmail. But why, why, why is this such a big thing if he was a friend of one of Trump's? I don't really get it. I don't. It's just showing there's even these people. Uh, this guy was connected with the Trumps already, right? And so, yes. and the Clintons were paying him to get dirt on the Trumps when he was already, when he was friends with the Trumps. So it just shows that this guy had no moral compass. Like he was willing to go ah, against his friends okay. for money, right? Uh, it says here the Inspector so, General report determined that Steele's reports played no role in the opening of the FBI investigation into potential collusion between Trump and camp campaign in Russia, though the report also faulted that the FBI 
oh, faulted the FBI for relying on uncorroborated aspects of Steele's reporting in its request for permissions to wiretap the Trump campaign. So, mm. number one, we've been told for three years that the reason they did this investigation was because of this Steele dossier, and it was the big bombshell right. thing, the Steele dossier, and that uh, yes. there was, it was the PP dossier and all that other stuff. We've been talking about it for years. Right. They're saying right here... Uh, they determined that the Steele reports played no role in opening the FBI investigation. So it had nothing to do... We, we've yeah. been talking about it, and it has nothing to do with anything. Uh, this just points out how crazy the me mainstream media is and how they blow they've blown this thing so far out of proportion. You know what I mean? The Steele dossier. Yeah. yeah. And it also yeah. says uh, that they did use the Steele do dossier to request permissions to wiretap the Trump campaign, which is another thing... Mm for at least two years, were said that, no, they, the FBI definitely did not wiretap the Trump campaign. Well, they did. Right. And they used the Steele dossier right. to do it. Right. That's evidence. Right. And so... That is so strange, though. That, but, but, like, yeah, he can't be a great personal friend to them anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm Obviously not. Guess. No, no. No, <laughs> I think it's just more point in putting into ca the character of th this guy Steele that he clearly not wasn't right. trustworthy. The Steele dossier was never trustworthy. It was salacious, unverified gobbledygook that we've it. It's what threw us into this tailspin for the last three years. Uh, coming from the more democratic, maybe MSNBC, CNN. What are they saying? M they're saying Mueller final report did not establish a criminal conspiracy between the number members of the Trump campaign and Russian government, but did identify numerous links between the Russian government and the Trump campaign, found that the Russian government perceived it would benefit from a Trump presidency and work to secure that outcome, uh, and determined that the Trump right. campaign expected it would benefit electorally from information stolen and released through Russian efforts. So, there's still... Uh, what if you watch anything about this on other news channels? What they're saying is, uh, this DOJ report proves that uh, proves that there wasn't any uh, bias, political bias, uh, attacking Trump. It was all based right. on the FBI's facts or whatever. Uh, because the Steele so, dossier would be the reason it was connected to Clinton. Now they're saying, oh, this the Steele dossier had nothing to do with it, so it's not connected to the right. Clintons, so it's not bias. Right. So so what I listened to is called the Impeachment Inquiry Report. Oh, okay. Yes. So that is from a little while ago, I guess, but yeah. Uh, that doesn't have any. Added. That does have to do with the impeachment, not with the DOJ. The yeah. an inquiry yeah. would have been what they were doing right before they released the articles of impeachment, which is what we were talking about earlier. Sixteen hours of hearsay. I will tell you, it's a lot of yeah, like the the whole Trump, like the whole the whole thing with with Trump. We, I, I, I'm not going to call it the hoax because it's definitely not a hoax. I mean, he did something very, very stupid. Uh, I think he has done things that is definitely more stupid than this Ukraine shit. Uh, but I, I, I'm not a lawyer, so I have absolutely no clue how, 
how how he pressured them. But I've I've read the whole like conversation that he has had with Solinsky, the the prime minister of Ukraine, and things right. like that. I I can I can understand I can understand where Democrats are coming from, but other it seems a little loosey goosey. Well, Solinsky has come out in the last couple of weeks and said to the press. I didn't know they were withholding uh, these fu- these funds, these military funds. I was unaware right. of that when I talked to Trump yeah. on the phone. When that phone call was made, right. Zelensky says he didn't know that the funds were being withheld. Meaning, how could there how could there be black how could he be blackmailing him by not giving him the money when he didn't even know the money was being withheld? Does that make sense? Like you need to know right. that the money isn't coming for uh, Trump to be holding something over his head, if that makes sense. And according to this guy himself, I I mean, take it with a grain of salt, whatever, if you don't believe the guy, but that's what he says. And this impeachment uh, inquiry report is free on Audible, by the way. And you can go to audibletrial.com slash non-digital get free book and uh, 30... The day trial, and also get this sixteen hours and forty six minutes of the impeachment report. I uh, the mo- the most fun fun thing about it was maybe the Republican answer, because the the Republican answer is like, hey, we didn't get to talk to anybody. Well, nobody is. We couldn't have any witnesses on our side. That's uh, uh yeah. A lot of the report is that. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to have a report. <laughs> speaking of reports, a big yeah. report coming out of Washington Post. Confidential oh, documents yeah. reveal U.S. officials failed to tell the truth about the war in Afghanistan. We've talked a lot What's about the, the failure of the war in Afghanistan on this show. A uh, yeah. confidential trove of government documents detained by Washington Post reveals that senior U.S. officials failed to tell the truth about the war in Afghanistan throughout the 18-year campaign, uh, making rosy pronouncements they knew to be false and hiding unmistakable evidence that the war had become unwinnable. The documents were generated by a federal uh, project examining the root failures of the longest armed conflict in U.S. history. They include more than 2,000 pages of unpublished notes and interviews with people who played direct role in the war from generals and diplomats to aid workers and Afghan officials. The U.S. government tried to shield the identity of a vast majority of those interviewed for the project and concealed all of their remarks. The Post won release of the documents under a uh, uh, Freedom of Information Act after a three-year legal battle. So it took them three years to get this stuff. Uh, In the interviews, more than 400 insiders offered... Uh, criticism of what went wrong in Afghanistan and the United States became mirrored in nearly two decades of warfare. Uh, yeah, I mean, Team America, perfect movie to see about this. <laughs> Douglas when, Lute, when... a three-star army general who served as the White House's Afghan war czar during the Bush and Obama administrations, said, uh, we were devoid of fundamental of a fundamental understanding of Afghanistan. 
We didn't know what we were doing. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> mm -hmm. The three-star general's like, yeah, we were there, but we had no clue why we were there or what we were doing there or what our purpose was. Yeah. Are you surprised by that? I'll give you a hint. <laughs> opium. It's opium poppies. That's why we were there. <laughs> and oil. as oil as well. But, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, this yeah. is... People are comparing this uh, to like the to the uh, to the papers that came out uh, about the war in Vietnam and everything that was going wrong there. Right. And this is right. I, I it's crazy that we don't see more backlash of this, but uh, this just came out this week, so I'm not it. You know, it's still kind of building. Right. Maybe, maybe uh, they should have eaten more bananas before they went into Afghanistan. Uh, maybe they should. Uh, I don't know. I doubt in MREs they have bananas. Maybe they have dried bananas in those, you know, military yeah. ready-to-eat things. But uh, man I eats $120,000 yeah. banana from installation in Miami Gallery. I mean, this is such a kind of misleading. Yeah. Okay, we will go into it. it what misleading headline? <laughs> yes. Uh, slightly, but not really. Uh, because it he well, well let's get into it. A man at out of Miami Art Gallery is uh talking about the moment he removed a one hundred twenty thousand dollar banana banana from an ex exhibition, peeled it, and ate it. Uh, David right. Datuna, a New York-based performance artist, posted a video of his stunt on Saturday. Uh, there were three editions of the banana duct tape installation. Two had already sold for around $120,000, according to the gallery. Right. What I heard is this one was actually set to be sold for $150,000. So this banana was actually right. worth $150,000. Uh, right. Datuna said people looked quite stunned when he ate the high-priced fruit. Uh, he further explained he thinks the artist was joking with the installation, and in turn, he was also having fun with the joke. You're right. So, it is an artist that is eating another's artist's artwork. As a joke, because the original artwork was a joke on artwork. Right. Right. Yes. So, is it... Uh, I'm I'm going to say that what he did, it in itself is art. That's what he's saying. He's he even called yes. it. Uh, where does it say it? Uh, perform performance art, right? Is what right. he said. So eating the banana was just performance art, and this guy's a performance right. performance artist. And if you're already known right. as that, I guess you can get away with it because it says security escorted Detuna from the gallery, which he says will not press charges against him. The gallery replaced the banana with another one. Right. Uh, but listen to that. Say that sentence again. The last thing. The gallery replaced the banana with another one. Yes, yeah, so... It doesn't really fucking matter. It's just the banana. Right. <laughs> it wasn't a special banana or anything. They just fucking replaced it. That's the whole thing. 
So, did the banana he ain't eat cost 150? Uh, technically, yeah, because if he hadn't have eaten it, somebody could have bought it for that much money. So, by the okay by the value of it, yes, he did eat a hundred and fifty thousand dollar banana. So, what what is it now worth that the uh, I'm, the honestly, the new... Style. Are you talking about the new banana or the one that's in his stomach? Yes. Part? No, the new new banana. I what bet it's worth more. I, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Yeah. I bet... I will bet it, it, it's worth the double, at least. Because he went and ate it. Right. Yes. But so I think... this is not only helping the fucking artists that did this in the first place. It's like it's a big PR fucking stunt. I think it also just points out kind of the how ludicrous some artwork is, and I think that was the whole point right. of the piece to begin with, is like, I'm just going to duct tape a banana to the wall because right. people will pay $120,000 for that, which they obviously right. two people did before. Even before this guy ate the banana fro, people were spending ridiculous amounts because I guess people would just have... Cause, it's a banana. It wasn't like a fake banana. It was a real banana, so it's gonna just rot, right? So what are you right. spending one hundred twenty dollars on, or one hundred twenty thousand dollars on, other than the idea of this, right? Right, right. It's such a ludicrous thing. I agree. It's such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing. I I uh, I had one and a one point four meters of tube inside my stomach this week and i saw it on 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 a screen because they were checking my uh, insides if i took a picture of that would you call it fucking arch no you wouldn't you would call it the inside of my fucking body i think if you were a famous artist you could get away with it though like you just already have to be established and then people rich people are, are like I think it's more of a statement that's like, I can spend $120,000, $130,000, $150,000 out of banana and it doesn't phase me. It's more of a statement of their that person's wealth more than, oh, I want to buy, you know what I'm saying? I want to buy art. So, uh, listen to this transition. Are you ready? Yep. So, I know that Hillary hates cigars. Maybe she likes bananas. Uh, maybe. Uh, like, hey. Oh, the one thing we do know is she doesn't like Bernie. Uh, no. We've known that for a while, but... <laughs> Hillary was on the Howard Stern show this week. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of this. I saw the whole fucking thing. First of all, why Hillary Clinton's on the Howard Stern show, that's just weird to begin with. Just from when I was a kid, right. thinking of Howard Stern, I don't think of Hillary Clinton going on there, but okay. Uh, right. So yeah, let's go ahead and listen to this clip of sh when she talked about Bernie because it was a you know a whole interview. But we're gonna listen just about the Bernie part and we'll talk about it afterwards. Go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. Let's do everything we can to elect Donald Trump. I mean, that those, those are quotes those are taken. Words they those said. are words yeah. that taken, and also said Bernie Sanders. But you know. She's talking about the Russians. We hate Bernie Sanders. Helped Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. No, I don't hate anybody. Bernie mm. could have endorsed you quicker. Uh, he could have. He hurt him. me. There's no doubt about it. He hurt me. But going back to the indictments, because that's right. what's really important. Have you ever spoken to Bernie about that? No. 
No. You don't I mean, talk to him? I don't talk to him. I mean, we did when he finally endorsed me and all that. But and you're he, upset with him? No, disappointed. Disappointed. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, and, and I hope he doesn't do it again to whoever gets the nomination. Right. Once is enough. We got. We have to. Yeah, things are very we have to join right forces, yes. and you know, people could speculate and and have some good reason to speculate about how bad it might be with uh, Trump in the White House. Now we know. There's no guesswork. Okay. Perfect. Right. So, she just said basically uh, that Hillary Clinton lost her the election, and that also Bernie was you, being helped by the Bernie Russians. Congress. Yeah. Yeah. You said you you said that uh, Hillary helped losing her had uh, election. Oh, did I? Sorry. Sorry. All right. Yes. <laughs> That's what I do. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. She's saying that Bernie was helped by the Russians. She definitely said that. Basically, Sorry. saying Bernie, uh, the Russians weren't just helping Trump; they were also helping Bernie try to defeat her. So she's kind of going oh. in the route of the whole world was against me. The Russians were helping Bernie attack me, and uh, Bernie didn't endorse me enough. That's why I lost. If he would have endorsed me sooner, I uh, I would have won. It wasn't my fault. It was all Bernie's fault. None of this is my fault. That's what it sounded like to me. What about you? Yeah, totally. No, it's BS. Bullshit. And Bernie responded to this uh, basically just saying uh, in an interview that uh, she hasn't gotten over the uh, 2016 election and uh, I'm moving on with life. If she just wants to live in the past, she can live in the past, is what he basically said in an yeah. interview. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> He's a good guy. So, are you looking forward to Christmas? Oh, yeah. Most of my Christmas shopping's done. Like I said, uh, just got a few things to put together as far as, like, I made some stuff for some people. So, I got to, like, really put those together. But other than that, I'm ready for Christmas, I think. Because last Christmas, I gave you my heart uh, to this uh, time. I'm saving it for someone special. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, tell truth is going to tell the truth about make your own Christmas. Hello, everybody. This is Trumpet Trump tells the truth. Now it's Christmas, they say. Yeah, I don't think so. I've been Christmas since October. This year, Christmas started during Halloween. Yeah, also Halloween decorations and Christmas decoration side by side. I don't think Christmas has magic anymore. It's like Arctic expeditions have no <laughs> magic anymore. Going to the North Pole? No. Going to the South Pole? No. No magic at all. What if you just stop celebrating Christmas too early and wait till December? Yeah, you're just a grumpy old man, I hear you say. Maybe I am. Because every year I don't start anything that had to do with Christmas before the 1st of December. And sometimes I do it more quietly too. This year I had a Christmas party with my friends. Just 15 good friends sitting and drinking Christmas beer. Quite better than all those psycho parties people have sometimes. But I enjoyed myself. I think Christmas can be good with a little less. A little less presents. A little less bullshit. A little bit singing. Just people talking and taking care of each other. I know we should do that 12 months a year, but that's a big part. This is too big much to ask, really. The Christmas has lost its touch. And then 
what the conservatives do? Yes, they try to start like culture war, like it's a war on Christmas and all that kind of crap. Who doesn't exist? Because something conservatives don't like is people don't celebrate Christmas as them. Don't ask questions, just consume, buy a lot of bullshit, and yeah, drink a lot of alcohol. Christmas should be something different. But Christmas is also what we do too. In my family, we start like, yeah, mixing our, our Christmas food with Indian spices. Some of the neighbors said, oh, that's fucking bullshit. It's the Antichrist. But you should start your own Christmas. Now, a lot of people have memories of Christmas that can be very difficult. Loss of family, loss of friends and loved ones. And why not just do Christmas their own way? You don't have to listen to anybody else. Fuck that shit. Do it your own way. If you want to go to a pub at Christmas and celebrate Christmas that way, do that. It's nothing right, it's nothing wrong. If you want to be alone, do that. If you have a lot of friends over, do that. Stop doing the recipe. But most of all, stop believing that buying yourself or other people 10,000 presents going to solve anything or make you more happier. You're just miserable as fuck the day after anyway. I think we should just give each other a hug, maybe a little kiss, and if we're adult, have a fucking good night. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth. Thank you, Tron. I totally agree. Making your own Christmas is important. It is. I guess so, yeah. Uh, I mean, Christmas could be whatever people want it to be, or it could not be Christmas. I think that, I mean, that's a huge controversy here in America. Is it Christmas? Is it not Christmas? Whatever. Who cares? I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think people have gone away from, like, it's the Savior's Day. Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. Yeah. No. I mean, evangelicals (laughs) are still, think there's some kind of war on Christmas, but most people, most Rational people don't think that anymore, I don't think. Well, uh, according to the demographics I, I listen to out there, not only all people are rational, so that's uh, me talking to ten people. None of them have never been rational. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have... An email address, it's another digital citizen at gmail.com. If your name is not Jeremy, or if your name is Jeremy, you're totally allowed to write an email to another digital citizen at gmail.com. Wish us a Merry Christmas, Uh, a new Happy New Year, Uh, ask us questions. Uh, send nudes. Uh, yeah, you're welcome to do anything. <laughs> nudes or nudes. Especially when either one. Yeah. Nudes or nudes. Yes. Uh, we have a Facebook. Wait. <laughs> Let's try that again. We have a Facebook group. It's called Another Digital Citizen on Facebook. Strange how that works when our name is Another Digital Citizen. Uh, we have also a Twitter. It's at podcast ADC at podcast at podcast ADC. Oh my gosh! I, 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 I think maybe I've been away a little too long. 
<laughs> maybe we just have too many plugs. Maybe we, I'll maybe I'll yeah. do the next one. Uh, Pod All the Time Network. Go check out all, all the podcasts in the Pod All the Time Network. They help us out, and we try to help out everybody else in the network, and and they help us out. So go check them out uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. TV. Uh, I will start since I have already talked a little about it. Right. The Watergate Show. Yes. Uh, so uh, this is a documentary with uh, some actors as well because uh, when the tapes are played, uh, they have hired an actor that looks absolutely nothing like Nixon, by the way, uh, to act out what Nixon says in the tapes. Okay. Uh, but this was very, very informing for me. As a Norwegian, I know next to nothing about Watergate. We are not like teach this in school or anything. Like I knew that the Watergate scandal. I knew the uh, I knew the essence of it. Like uh, uh, Nixon had ordered some people to spy uh, on a rival, and he had to go. That's more or less how I knew about it. And deep throat, of course, and all that. So. That's more or less what I knew about it. Uh, when is this from? This year. This year, okay. Why? Yeah. Uh, because I can't... I was looking for it before when you were talking about it. I cannot find it. Uh, do you know what channel it was on? By any chance? (laughs) History Channel? I stole it. Right. So, I really don't know. Okay. Uh... Because I'm yeah. seeing a History Channel thing from 2018, but... Maybe it was from 2018. Right, okay. Because when you first mentioned it, I found something, another one called Watergate from 1994 from the BBC. So I was a little confused which one it is. Uh, so yeah, maybe oh, figure that I out. I found it. Okay. History Channel? Oh, I found No, uh, it's... It's... Uh... Studio is Dog Wolf. It's from Academy uh, Award winning director Charles Ferguson. Okay. Uh, I will send you a link to the Rotten Tomatoes page, I guess. If you Google Watergate 2019, you find it right away. It has a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right, but I can't... It, even on this, it, I, I found that, but it doesn't say where it's... Like, what it's from or right. anything. Right. I'm very confused. Yeah. So how... like how? But uh, it's, it's definitely <laughs> this one, though. Right, but I don't know how anybody's going to find this uh, when, you know, when you're talking no. about it. Uh, no. Where are they going to find it? How are they... Like, yeah, I don't... I, no we don't know how to tell you it. how to get to this. <laughs> That's a big problem oh, that maybe they should figure out. It is on Prime. Uh, no, the Prime. one that's on Prime is the one from 2018. Oh, okay. Right. Anyway, there's so many right. of them. Like, there's one from '94, one from 2018, one from. It says 2019, but who knows? I have I have no idea how to find what Fro's talking about, to be honest. Uh, but if you know how well, to find it. No, it is the the one from from. Uh, it's just different. Uh, I I found it. Yeah, no, it is the one on Prime. 
that I saw. Okay. I recognize uh, the chapters, yeah. Right, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was a little confusing. Cool. I was like, so I wonder yes. what the one from 2019 is, though. Now that, see, now I wonder what that one is. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. I saw a bunch of finales this week because there were a lot of shows that uh, ended. So I guess the first one I saw, Sunnyside finale, which I watched seven episodes of this to get all, I binged basically the whole series. I think it was 10 episodes and I watched seven of them. So it was pretty much close to a binge. Um, I really liked the show, Sunnyside. Did you watch this at all? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, I would talk about it. Very strange first episode and then it went up. The first episode was absolutely nothing, and then suddenly they decided to be a good show. Uh, very there's strange. some weird things about this. I mean, obviously, the funniest parts are all, all with the two Chinese kids, to the rich Chinese kids. They're the funniest part of the whole show. Uh, they really make it. Uh, and there's one character in this that did you think they were going for an AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez look and yes. everything from the one character yes. in the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a New York uh, politician as well, and she dresses the same. She has the same hair. She looks very similar. Yeah, they were definitely going for that. Um, right. Overall, as a show, I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, it's definitely a seven. Did you fin- Did way, you get Luke, to see the I'll... finale? or? Uh, no, I have not seen the last episode. Okay, because the last episode definitely looks like it's setting up for a new season, but who knows if they're approved or not. I haven't looked that up. Right. By the way, look, I looked on 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 uh, IMDb uh, while you were ter- talking. I, I I looked up the d- director I was talking about, Charles right. Ferguson, and okay. it is the same... It is the same thing that is uh, dated as 2019 on Rotten Tomato that is from uh, 2018 on uh, uh, Prime. So it is the same fucking show. Weird. Huh. Okay. Yes. So somebody's got the dates wrong somewhere. Right. Uh, We don't know which one it is, but... (laughs) Right. But I double-checked it, and it is the same show. Right, okay. Something Somebody's confused on the internet, uh, and it's us. We're yep. clearly confused by, yep. by this. Anyway, uh, uh, what else did you see? Oh, I went last if you want to... I, I can do another one if you want me to. Yes, please. Uh, Bless This Mess finale, season two finale of that show yeah uh again i'll remind remind people what it's about uh it's about well it's basically green acres if you ever saw green acres so the rich couple moves Mm -hmm. to the country to try to become farmers and then they end up interacting with the the local people in the area and they're all very interesting characters and uh yeah it's green acres 2019 edition i still really like it i'm uh there's something endearing about it and something very fun about it. It's very American sitcom, so I'll give it like a 5.5. Not really any higher because it's nothing special, but uh, it's kind of mindless fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I need I need to see more of that show. It's on my list. Okay. It's definitely a show I need to see more of. 
Uh, what else did I watch? I watched X Factor, the band, because they are trying to make a band uh, from scratch in three weeks. Uh, that always works out. This, yes. This is from ITV, um, British uh, television show with uh, Smiley Mac, Smiley Face as Judge. Simon Cowell, I, I uh, almost right. Yes. And the Pussycat Doll that I never remember is a Pussycat Doll. Um, this is shit. Uh, the Celebrity X Factor was better. Um, this is very, very, very bad. But it's just three episodes, so I guess it's okay. But uh, it's definitely one of the worst, like, X-Factor shows in a long, long time. All right. Um, The Return of Fuller House, Season 5 now, Fro. They're already on Season 5 of Fuller House, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, Of course, missing one... uh, Lori Medcalf, I think is the the lady who got arrested. Uh, not that's not her name. What's her name? Lori Laughlin, right? The lady who got arrested for put, right putting her kid in uh, illegally getting her kid into what UC something UC California. I don't remember what it was. UC right. Berkeley, something like that. Right. Uh, as a member of the rowing team or something. So she's not on the show clearly, but mm-hmm. they did reference her in one episode. Uh, one of the dads says to one of the girls, oh, it's not like you're the devil, like, talking about uh, how her kids see her. And he says, it's not like you're the devil. Uh, that's your Aunt Lori. Just like a really quick kind of jab at her uh, in the show. <laughs> they break the fourth wall in this show quite a bit uh, as far as um, uh-huh. references to old episodes and things like that. There's one episode in this where <laughs> the dad goes... Oh, go to the attic. And they're like, there's an attic in this house? Because it's been a running joke that this house right. is just way too big for what it actually looks like in the show. Right. Uh, so, yeah, those things are kind of fun about it. Uh, I haven't finished the whole thing, but I still like Fuller House. I'm not really going to give it a score. Yeah, I'm, I'm never, ever going to watch more of that. Uh, I saw a Netflix show called The Confession Killer. This is uh, about a man that has confessed to hundreds and hundreds of, of murders. But has he done it? And that is the question they ask in this mini-show. I think it's five or six episodes, something like that. Let me double-check that. Uh, it's five, yeah. Okay. Um I really, really like this. And what, there's something with Netflix and documentaries. They have been very, very good this year. Uh, I can already tell you that my 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 top ten list of best TV shows this year is filled with documentaries from Netflix. I, I there's something like uh, I talked about the Devil Next Door that was amazingly uh, good. Uh, and now this, the confession killer, it's just really, really, really good. And yeah, no, I give this uh, 8.5 out of 10. Oh, nice. Okay. 
Uh, I saw The Moody's, uh, which is on Fox. The what? The Moody's. Okay. It's a sitcom starring De- Dennis Leary and Elizabeth Perkins, actually. Oh. Um, and it's got a few yeah. other actors and actresses you would know in it. Uh, let's see. Just by, probably not by name, but just by seeing them, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's about, geez, I don't even, it's just about a dysfunctional family, uh, and they come together, at least in this episode, for Christmas, and it's just kind of about how dysfunctional they are, and that they don't ever really see each other other than the holidays, and as far as I can tell, uh, it, it didn't really say anything from just the first episode, because that's all that's out, but, um, it seems like from what I've read, that it's going to be, like, all the holidays. So each episode is going to be them getting together at a different holiday, right? And it's about the dysfunction of this one specific family. So, honestly, I was not super engaged by it. I barely remember anything that happened. (laughs) And I watched it just this week. So, I don't know. I'd give it a four. 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 Okay. And I like... Go ahead. Sorry. No, you can continue. I said... Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Dennis Leary, uh, so that's why I really yes. wanted to see this, and I was not yeah. impressed by it, to be honest. Um, oh, I saw a Netflix show called... This was Netflix, right? Yeah, V-Wars. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that. Did you watch <laughs> because this? Because I was hoping... Yeah, I okay. was hoping you, you had watched this, yeah. Well, why don't you go first then? What do you think of it? No, come on, please tell the people what what is it about? Because it's about show. a guy who is researching the North or South Pole. I w- don't really remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, no. And he's studying the diseases that are coming from out of the ice from global warming. And uh, I guess one of these diseases turns people into some kind of crazy monster being because he gets infected. So these guys go down there to find him, and they get infected. And the one guy, for some reason, has some kind of immunity to this somehow, and the other guy mm-hmm. is, goes totally bizarre, b- uh, totally bonkers. Sorry, and um, he—it's basically so far from what I've seen because I've only watched three episodes—is that them chasing the dude down. This reminds me of a show I already watched this year, but I yep. don't remember what it's called. Yep. I will tell you that <laughs> what that show is called. Uh, it's called uh, 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 not the Prestige. Uh, it's called uh, with the girl. Uh, uh, oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, yeah, I like okay. how you're like. I'll tell you what it's called. Uh, I don't actually know what it's called. Uh, let me look. Little girl vampire, right? Yes. Yes. And it had. Uh, it had the one dude in it. Um, yes. And you... Oh, I love the books. And The Passage. There you go. I just found it. Yeah. Starring... Yes. What's his? What's the guy's name? Mark Paul Gossler. Right. Was right. the main guy in right. it. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, hmm, this reminds me of The Passage. <laughs> it's definitely... It's just like the passage, except bad, <laughs> except much much worse, except ex- extremely bad. The dialogue's horrible. The acting's bad. The special Ooh. effects are pretty garbage. Um, 
Yeah, this is I'm, just all around a bad show. Yeah, this was this is the vampire version of the island. That's what I wrote down. Uh, what would you give it though? How many how many episodes did you see, and what would you give it? I I saw three episodes, and I'm I'm definitely not going to see more. Uh, two. Yeah, I was going to go three. with a three, so we're kind of close, I guess. Yeah. Between two and three? Yeah. It's just it's just extremely shitty. <laughs> bad right. dialogue. And, uh, yeah, bad dialogue, bad delivery of said bad dialogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and the camera work and everything else is really bad. It's just generally, in general, a bad show. It's clear they bought it. Because nobody else would buy it. Netflix did. Um, right. Any other TV you saw? Nope. I only saw one more thing, and I think you should check this out. It's on Hulu. It's called Reprisal, bro. Okay. I can't really even tell you what it's about, because I don't really 100% know what it's about yet, because the beginning kind of starts at the end, and then they're building up from the end to the beginning, very, you know, Tarantino-like. Um, right. But it's about, it's kind of a revenge film thing where, like, uh, this woman is, uh, has a, a vendetta against this group of people and she's going after them. Kind of Kill Bill-like, maybe, but in a different way. Um, okay. <clears throat> kind of set with, um, kind of set in, like, a greaser uh, 1950s era kind of thing happening where it's like the bikers versus the hot rod guys and all this different it's very interesting right. i definitely recommend it i'm gonna give it a eight eight on the nose uh i've seen four episodes and i totally recommend this what, what was this called again reprisal uh reprisal? let's see it? yeah reprisal starring abigail spencer uh rodrigo santoro uh, Madison Davenport, Ron Perlman is in it. Yeah. Wow. I like them. Good actors. Well, let's talk about something that wasn't especially good this week. Because, fucking hell, I'm getting tired of this sh show. Uh, I'm, am I going to call it Dollhouse this week? or <laughs> <laughs> A running joke. <laughs> Uh, yes. Dollface, episode four, fun friend. Mm -hmm. uh, the girls wrestle with their personal brands as Jules and Stella take on being the boring one, the fun and the fun one. Madison, the bossy one, helps Izzy, the crazy one, shed her fake identity. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to say that the most the most intriguing thing with this was that. Uh, uh, what, what, what is she called again? Uh, the one that uh, that uh, had the main focus on this episode. I always forget her name. The actor. Uh, Alison Brie? Alison Alison Brie, yeah. Alison Brie makes this uh, watchable TV show. If Alison Brie was not in this TV show, I would probably have even more problems <laughs> watching it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, she's the best part of yeah. about the whole show. Um, yes. Th this episode, and though... She was, 
uh, I didn't think was yeah. totally focused on her. There were two stories happening at once, so no. it's kind of split 50-50. I don't know. This episode didn't... F like, the show... it Like, the original premise of the show is no longer any anything. Right. Am I wrong? Yes. Like, when we said the first no. episode, they had a premise that was like, oh, she broke up with her boyfriend, she needs to get her friends back. That happened right. in the first episode, and... This episode had nothing to do with that concept whatsoever. Right. Yeah. No, I I I said it last week and I will say it again this week. It, uh, this is turning into Sex in the City and I am not very interested in watching Sex in the City. It's it's Sex in the City with better actors. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, not that uh, much better. To be honest, no, oh no, no, no. I mean, but 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 at least we have Alison Brie. I mean, she's she's good. I like her. She's she's she well, she's quirky and fun. And uh, yeah, I I'm going to be honest with the audience. I I told Luke that I really did really don't want to cover this. But to be honest, there's nothing else to cover. So we will cover this till we find something that we... That yeah, I'm, the one good thing about it is it's only like 28 minutes long, so it's really not... Yes, yes. If it was an hour, I'd be like, okay, this is we got to right. get rid of this. But it, it's only a right. half-hour show. It's it's really not a huge endeavor to get through, and uh, no, it's getting bad enough that it's going to be worth making fun of. I mean, there was one good part in this, uh, the good... It's called Womb in this, but obviously it's making fun of the goop lady, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. Uh, her whole interactions with her staff and everything in this show is kind of funny. Oh, and and and, uh, and how how they they talk about the commercial uh, with white pow powder instead of right. white power <laughs> that was. <laughs> So fucking funny. And she's just yeah. very calm about it. She's like, I see a little yeah. bit of an issue with the logo. And you're like, yep. yeah, yeah, we see that too. <laughs> White powder. Yeah, that was kind of funny. That was kind yeah, of funny. Other than, other than that, I didn't laugh. No. So. Uh, none of the stuff on the boat was funny. I still hate both of oh. the other characters. Uh, so hopefully oh. it turns out in a way where those characters are no longer important in the show, but it doesn't seem like that's what is going to happen to me. I don't know. No. Do you, and do you know what? I I found out that season two is already out. I'm sorry, what? It's already out? Oh, they are making... Oh, okay. Online. I was like, wow, yeah. it's already out. That's crazy. Okay, no. No, no, no. Yeah, they're going to make they're it. Making, right. Yeah. So, oof. Who knows? Uh, we, we're definitely not going to cover season two, by the way. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, I will give this a boring four. That's what I gave it. Yep. Yeah. Boring four. It's getting. It's getting. It's getting irritating to watch. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not it's, long. Like I said, yeah. but this. It's getting farther away from the concept that the show actually is. Yes. One thing I will point out, we're almost right in the middle. No Catwoman! No, she was in this episode. 
I know. Okay. <laughs> she was in the music. I was thinking of you when when she came out because she was in the music segment of the show. Uh, yeah, we're right in the middle of the season, so this could be just the bad part, and we could get better at the end again. Who knows if we get that right. far? Yeah, definitely, listeners. We 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 we're not going to warn you, but we we will probably just stop watching this when we find out that an interesting show is coming out in January. Anyways, maybe she was abducted by aliens. It's very possible. See what I did there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because we're going to talk about the ground crew project. Look, what is the ground crew project? Uh, the Ground Crew Project is a UFO religion that began in the 1980s, based in California and Hawaii, which later split into the Ground Crew and Planetary Act- Activis- Activation Organization. Sorry, It was founded in California by Sheldon Need- Niddle, who uh, began to post it online in 1996 and is now an online religion. It is an optimistic religion uh, religious ufology that believes the Earth is on the verge of a cons- cosmic transformation, which was expected to happen as the Earth apparently made its passage through the high energy properties of the photon belt in the 1990s. Right. Uh, the religious. Well, I won't put... Sorry. Yeah. No, come on. The religious aim is to prepare the humanity for large scale first contact between Earth and the Galactic Federation claim to be an extraterrestrial organization which will help supposed tra- uh, help with the supposed transformation. Uh, members of the group are being prepared to play key roles as intermi- intermediaries between the claimed extraterrestrials and the population of Earth. And right. then I'm going to leave that last part out because we're going to get into that. Right. Because... Uh, uh... Yeah, well, we will talk about it. I I think there, this is the first religion that we covered that I am a little concerned about. But we will talk a little about that a little later when we go through their website. And I'm not concerned on on our behalf. I'm more concerned on their behalf. Right, because but we've uh, seen what's happened with these kind of things in the past. Right. Um, right. This is this is the basis of their religion, though, what we just talked about. So they think there's going to be uh, some kind of transformation on Earth, is what they say. Earth is going to... Uh, a cosmic transformation is going to be made on Earth when it passes through some kind of high-energy properties, uh, also the photon belt, and that at the same time, uh, we're going to be greeted by something called the Galactic Federation, uh, which is an right. extraterrestrial organization that's going to help with this cosmic transformation. That's the basis of the religion, so we can start from there. Okay, now, where do we go from there, Fro? Uh, I think we should talk a little about Sheldon Nidal, shouldn't we? I think so. Yeah, let's... Uh, why don't you start with that, and then we'll go over to the actual the actual page for the him in a second. Yes. Uh, Sheldon Neidl was born in 1946 in New York City, and he is the founder of Planetary Activation Organization. He states that he is capable of telepathic communications and in contact with extraterrestrials. 
it's very hard for me to say extraterrestrials. Um, should we talk a little about the December 1996 prediction? Oh, you're over there. I thought you were going to read the other thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to go back. Actually, uh, okay. Sheldon Needle claims he had extraterrestrial UFO experiences shortly after his birth on November 11, 1946, claiming he was contacted by ETs from the planet Sirius. Uh, Needle what? stated that his experiences consistent uh, consisted of such events as telepathic communication, being taught about spacecraft, and gaining knowledge from direct core implants. Uh, in 1994, he published a book, You're Becoming Galactic Human, in which he describes a boyhood encounter, his boyhood encounters with extraterrestrials who landed in his backyard. Since 1955, he claimed to be a regular communication with ETs through tel telepathy and direct core knowledge inserts. However, he states that when he was 14, year old, 14 years old, he put an end to extraterrestrial communication because he was expected to fulfill his mission as a starseed from Sirius. Uh, there was way too much conflict between terrestrial and extraterrestrial knowledge. He then became vice president of the Astronomers Club and worked on a film with Nikola Tesla. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, he attended Ohio this... University and Southern oh. California Uni uh, University. Uh, graduated with an MA in Southeast Asian government and an MA in American politics and international public administration. Uh, he began his PhD right. program. Uh, he left this to research alternative energy re uh, sources. So right. he was like a college guy. He was going through a PhD. So he wasn't like a totally nuts like a lot of these cult leaders but what happened in 1996 yeah. now we go into the december prediction yes because he's known for his prediction that the world would end on december 17 1996 needle uh, residing the uh, in uh, walnut creek california predicted that it would happen with uh, the arrival of 16 million spaceships and a host of angels from the photon belt. When this did not occur, Needle uh, claimed that the angel had transferred in humanity into holographic protection to order to giving uh, us uh, a second chance. Following his protection failure, Needle removed all reference to his, from his website, and Needle was awarded the Pegasus Award. That is kind of funny. Uh, the Pegasus Award is, is an award designed to expose psychic frauds for uh, his failed prediction. It is kind of interesting that we're talking so much about this Needle guy because I'm going to give you a huge spoiler, ladies and gentlemen. He is not prominent in any of their <laughs> talks on their website. We'll talk a little about that a little later. Right. So, uh, in November of 1996, Needle channeled a narrative uh, that was an urgent call to humanity and involved an immediate apocalypse due to planetary transformation of Earth. He claimed to be uh, leading a mission on Earth for Galactic Federation of Planets in order to prepare the world for its coming transformation supposed to occur 
as the planets pass, passed into the path, that's hard to say, passed into the path mm. of a cosmic photon belt. In an area of outer space, he claimed that the high-energy properties similar to the plasma of the atmosphere of stars. What? <laughs> uh, in an area mm. of outer space that he claimed had high-energy properties similar to the plasma of... Okay, his narrative stated that the photon belt would aid Earth's transformation into a pristine state and restore the superhuman abilities of humanity by gradually transforming the genetic codes of all human humanity from mm -hmm. double helix DNA to 12 helix DNA pattern. Mm -hmm. uh, the dormant penile gland would be activated and an immediate healing process would take place. It was expected the human body have lost certain cosmic abilities in the past, uh, we would re regain this galactic ability to rejuvenate itself, overcome illnesses and aging, and become telepathic. That sounds pretty awesome, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. So keep this in mind when we now go to www.thegroundcrew.com because, uh, like I said, uh, we will uh, talk a lot about this webpage because they have made some changes that's for fucking sure um, uh, the website is maybe the most updated website i have ever seen in in ever sorry say that again you, this is um, uh, the most like modern website i have seen in years oh, uh, from we have uh, done. from a ufo uh, religion, right. right? This is that's what you're saying. It's, it doesn't look like it's from the '90s. It actually looks like it's from now. Right. Uh, but yeah, it says copyright Ground Crew 2017 2018. So it was made last year, right? Or two years yeah. ago, maybe. But uh, look, I want you to go down to where it says the Ground Crew. Okay. Yep, got it. Uh, do you see? You see a picture of a woman? Yes. Can you read what it says underneath what it says about Valen Valerie Donner founded the ground crew in 1996 with encouragement fr from the light realms to spread their message out to as many pe people as possible. In these accelerated times we are in, she is currently posting at least one channeled message a month. These messages help us all to understand and align with the changes that are happening. So, hold on two seconds. Valerie Donner Donnell. and this yes, Donnell and this guy Sheldon Nile. What fucking connection is there between them? It says right here in in December nineteen ninety seven, Niddle split with Valerie Donnell, his secretary and the ground crew yes. chief administrator, for reasons that weren't clear as both parties posted alternative accounts of the schism. However, did, uh, mm -hmm. Donna appeared a rather comic a character whose postings undermine the more lofty aesthetic uh, standards of Niddle's prow prowess. But she also mm -hmm. took the rights to the ground crew name and the website for her, forcing Niddle to start a new organization. Uh, Donner, mm -hmm. which the other organization, I think someday we're going to cover that as a main topic, so we're not going to get super into that, but we will get in a little bit. 
Uh, Donner maintained yeah. the ground crew website posting channeled messages with UFO content, which included the Galactic Federation. However, the website focused on per personal spiritual transformation and came from yeah. more new age angles, uh, angels, fairies, telepathy, communicating with plants, etc. Because I can tell you, I have looked through this webpage more than I am going to admit to anybody. Uh, <laughs> and 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 I, I I can I can with with, with um, the hand on my heart say that he is not mentioned one fucking time in this entire webpage. Right, I didn't know that when we got into this, but. Uh, no. Once you start doing the research, you realize, okay, these, this started as one thing, it split off into two other things, and this lady had yeah. the rights to everything, so she took the original name, even though she wasn't the original creator. Um, right. And so, yeah, the split is very interesting, because it makes it so that we can... There's this whole other organization called the Planetary yes. Activiza Activation Organization, which Niddle founded... And restructured the organization as the only source for the mes messages about the Galactic Federation. So this lady basically turned the ground crew into more of like, oh, yes, a, like a business, more than it yeah. is a religion, kind of. But it is, it's claiming to be right. a religion. And 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 she stole it more or less. So um, I want us to go to uh, approximately in the middle of the page. There's. Uh, Four things you can go to. It's straight from the heart, sessions with Valerie, classes and events, and prophecies of light. I want us to go to classes and events first. Okay. There's a reason. You can also that. find this and right at the top, in the top menu bar, it says classes. For right. Me, so, yeah, that's probably yes. the easiest yeah. way to do it. But uh, here's why a little I am concerned, because uh, the last classes they had is in August of 2018. Yeah, but actually, yeah. Uh, if you look back, go back to the page you were just at, right above classes and events, it says Mount Shasta Retreat 2019, Fall 2019. Right. But so, that was cancelled in 2018. What I don't know about this religion is not... <laughs> I know a little too much about this religion. No, I'm saying <laughs> but, uh, they had uh, Mount Shasta retreat September 12th through the 15th, 2019. So they did, right. they did something pretty recently. So it's not like this is an out of... Or, or it's not completely up to date, but it definitely... Uh, they don't do as many retreats, maybe, as other religions we've seen. Yeah. It seems like it's not, like, super... But uh, uh, what what is kind of more funny is M.T. Shima Retreat Plasma Ships Pictures. Uh, the ships, uh, it's a plasma ship, uh, and if you see around the edges... A uh, local person that, that lived in Mount uh, Shima for 23 years uh, said that she has never seen a ship uh, in a daytime like that. I also got uh, a message. We come as friends. We It's time to end uh, the galactic divide. 
The Encounter's ground crew message about this is coming together in, in oneness. A friend of mine who lives in Monshima uh, called me the other day to say that some people saw a couple of military planes near the ship. All we know about the incident. Many thanks to everyone who attended the retreat. I love you all. You are a special contributor so much uh, to our experience. So there's uh, six pictures um, of this thing. Uh, I would say picture one, four, and six is more most interesting. Would you agree? I don't think any of them are interesting. It's all just dust particles. We 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 have already talked about this. This is orbs and rods, bro. We did this on the show yeah. already. So yeah. they're just they're taking pictures of orbs, which are just reflections of dust in the camera lens. Yeah. And I was just going to say this. Uh, this looks exactly like an orb. That's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. And they're claiming yeah. it's a UFO. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just they have the right camera angle and everything else to make it look like it's in the sky. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and click, like, if you go to the top, it says events, just click events, don't, nothing in the drop-down menu, and then if you go down, it'll it'll say the ground crew, and it's, like, purple with, like, some people jumping up in the air for some reason in the background. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, events. All the way at the top, it just says events on the far right. Yes. Just click events. And it says the ground crew. The ground crew is a global group of people who are united in the in the belief that we are co-creating the new age of God. They are light workers who want to serve humanity now because they love and revere life and Mother Earth. They feel the oneness with all of life, including our space brothers and sisters. They are aware of many ancient prophecies, the strange weather patterns, increased. Uh, seismic and volcanic activity and other changes that all point to the fact that something big is about to happen on our planet. The material provided mm. on this website is designed to help light workers to keep their own centeredness while adjusting to all that is happening around us. Uh, regular articles are posted under straight from the heart section. We also offer classes, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. go to newsletters and go to straight from the heart. All the way up at the top. Newsletters straight from the heart. So this is their most recent update to the website. It seems like December 3rd. Yes. And it's December 11th. Right. Uh, Here's a a message from Apollo, uh, December 2nd, 2019. The day of reckoning is here. All that is unjust and untrue will be swept away by higher frequencies of love that are coming in waves. These are accelerating with every day. It is a world to behold. The planet needs help, and she is getting it. Soon she will be given a new self. You will also become your grander self, and you have much to do, and you are beginning to get a sense of what it will be. Take heart. The darkness is nearly over, and you shall live in the pure light of heaven on earth. That's from Apollo, Mm. from the Greek god Apollo, apparently. So... I was a little sad because this uh, web page doesn't have a shop. I like a good shop when it comes to crazy religions. But let's go to sessions on okay. the top of the page instead. 
because um, working deeply at the heart uh, soul level, which are the healing needs that uh, to occur, Valerie uses her gift of clairvoyance, clairvoyance, clair... Oh, Jesus Christ. Cognizance. Thank you. Yep. And clear audience. She has meditating twice daily for over 40 years to enable her to go in depth from heart when she's working with the people. She has uh, been uh, doing healing works for 20 years and has helped thousands of clients. Some of the benefits of having a session includes... Greater understanding, clearing emotional issues, relationship with those on the other side. So, okay. What side are they talking about? The <laughs> alien side or the dead side or what? I think the dead side. I, okay. Uh, energy healing for physical issues, as well as uh, from trauma, abuse, and addiction look. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, clarity, uh, direction, and guidance, release of negative energy, deepening the connection of the inner child and your soul. What? Helping with, yeah, mm -hmm. Help with spiritual growth, reading from our angels and guides. Well, stop right there. Right. It's spelled wrong. It should be hour, yep. but it says hour with yes. an H, like the amount of time. Yes. But it should say our it's angels saying, and yeah. guides. And actually, keep that spot because I'm going to go up here. What are our angels and guides, Fro? She invites her clients of teams uh, of their own guides. So these are her, her guides. Archangel, uh, angels and masters, as well as her own team, such as Christ, Mother Mary, St. Germain, Kuthumu. Kuthumi, uh, Jawat Kual, the Archangel Gabriel, Uriel, which we've covered in the past, Michael and Raphael, so Ninja Turtles, apparently, uh, the Native American healers, and others, apparently. So, that's what she's talking about. Uh, you can also have a line checkress, of course, uh, clearing out the uh, old core issues. Like fearing of being unloved, uh, fear of the future, fear of uh, being alone and not good enough. Insight into your divine purpose, improve self-empowerment and self-esteem, and feeling lighter and more positive. So that's very nice, and uh, she does channelings and readings. So let's talk a little about their price. Because uh, we have their current rights uh, from March uh, 19. It's $70 for 30 uh, minutes plus $35 for 15 increments. Sliding scales are possible for those who need it. Current clients will have a 10% increase from 120 an hour to 133 for a fucking hour with this Valerie person. At $120 for an hour, that's $2 a minute. Right? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's less than phone sex, I think, but... <laughs> but, but look, you need to go to testimonial... That's, 
testimonials, yes. right. All, all the testimonials we get to read. Oh, wait, there aren't any. Right. Hmm. No, click it. Click the link. Oh, it's a link. I was like looking underneath it going, yeah. there aren't. Why didn't they put any underneath this headline? No. I know, but there, there's a, a link, and I want you to read the last one. The oh my god! Why did you pick the longest one? There isn't another one. That's... I know. I'm not okay, reading this whole thing. I'll read part of it. Uh, that's way too long. Uh, I am. Uh, hi, Valerie. I am. Double meaning. Okay. Feeling better. I my breathing is labored when I walk, but I recovered much faster now. And most impressive part is the piece I can measure with my peak flower meter. A peak flower meter is portable, inexpensive, handheld device used to measure how air flows from your lungs in one fast blast. In other words, the meter measures... Right, I've seen one of these things, okay. This is from yeah. the web below is a link to give you a little more info. Okay. Mm. I'm going to go to that link. <laughs> uh, I can read another one. Uh, last time you did uh, chakra cleaning... I, it really worked. I used to take a tranquilizer before speaking publicly. Now I need, uh, now I haven't a need for tranquilizer since then. I relate all the experience we did. Uh, tremendous clearing and healing to, uh, from TP. Want me to read another one? Uh, I guess so. Uh, thank you so much for your help yesterday. I, I do feel better now. And thanks for uh, the intervention. So she does interventions as well, I guess. Uh, I also uh, uh, that my intentions are honorable and I value that. Uh, that you showed me that. So strange. So. Okay, I'm going to go to About Us. Uh... Some benefits of having a session with Valerie include... Uh, uh, we, we, this is the same thing that we just read. Hmm. And then it got yep. testimonials. Yep. It's the same thing. Wait a second. Are they just yep. copy and pasting things on their yep. own website? <laughs> yeah. But if you go down here, it says, Who are we? Uh, a global... We are global... Uh, people united to the belief that we're co-creating the new age of God. Okay, so this makes me go to the thing we always want to talk about when we get these alien cults, this one specifically, maybe not the other one we're about to talk about in like two seconds. No. Uh, no. Is this uh, a Chris? Does this have some kind of Christian basis to it? Yes. I think so too. Uh, at least yes. from what I've seen, they talk a lot about God. One, one mm -hmm. uh, two of her, what do they call them? Uh, ascended masters or whatever they call them are Christ mm -hmm. and the mother Mary uh, and Arch yes. Archangel and Gabriel. Right. Yes. So mm -hmm. that right there tells me at least this lady has some kind of uh, Christian ideas happening here. Right. So okay. So we we, we talked about the orig uh, original ground crew uh, creator. So let's go a little back in time. Time machine. Time machine. Time machine. And uh, like Luke said, uh, he also has made an organization. Which we'll cover uh, way more in depth in the future, but we're just going to oh, kind of talk about it a little bit here. Yes, and it's 
P A. Sorry, can you say the address? Uh, P A O Web dot com. P A O Web dot com, uh, which is planetary planetary activate activation organization. It says peace and inner strength through unity, and this website does look like it was made in the nineties. <laughs> oh, it definitely, definitely, definitely does. This website looks horrendous. This is like like uh, my. When I made my first website, it says 1996 to 2019 copyright at the bottom. So it obviously was created in the 90s and has been maintained up until now. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we're not really going to go into this, but if you want to check this out, this is the uh, secondary group off of the Ground Crew project, which is always fun when we get we find a interesting topic I, oh, yeah. I randomly found the ground crew project because i think i looked up mm -hmm. uh one of my favorite wikipedia pages which is uh people who think they're jesus and uh this well. came up and um yeah so, uh then we get a whole other topic we get to talk about in the future uh the planetary activization activation organization mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to say i keep wanting to say it, it wrong. But yeah, uh, I just want to say that uh, uh, there's a copyright sign, and it says this is the official website for Shell Needle and the Elastic Federation. So it's very clearly that uh, that uh, they they uh, uh, wanted uh, to make clear that uh, this is Shell Needle's page but what is more interesting for me on this web page i will just talk about it for two seconds uh -huh. that they have international po links and guess what look there's a link in norwegian oh yeah look at that there is mm -hmm. chinese croatian so, czech uh, danish dutch french german greek hungarian hebrew italian japanese korean norwegian Polish, Portuguese, Romanian, Slovenian, Spanish, Swedish, Turkish, and Ukrainian. That sounded like a, it was so a song. Perfect. Right. And I went to the Norwegian side of, of, of this, of course. Mm -hmm. and, and do you know who I, I will send you the link? Because I want you to watch this with me. Because I think I left for maybe half an hour. Um... Okay, I'm waiting for the link. Yes, uh, I, I, I think maybe you will find it very hysterical as well because I think uh, there, there's something about this that uh, doesn't make a, absolutely no sense at all. Okay, uh, I sent you a link. Okay. Uh huh. Who is on the first? thing you see on this page i'm seeing a video from vimeo and it's got a picture of putin of of putin yeah but it's a two hour and, and 30 minute minute vi video, video about fucking president putin and well, how i just started it they love right okay because right and at the top much? it says tribute to a president and it's obviously talking yes. about putin Yes, and there's a long letter that is translated uh, to Norwegian, and it talks so much good about Putin. So, yeah. This is going to be an interesting one to cover in the future. Interesting religion! 
I mean, just by what we covered in Ground Crew Project, it's clear when they split, when Sheldon Needle right. and this lady, Valerie, uh, sp split, uh, he, right. she went, like, the conservative way, and he stayed with the crazy. She's like, I, I, we need to make this religion more palatable to normal people. And he's like, what? That's uh, That takes away all the cool stuff, probably. And so uh, they split up, and... He, he, I'm guessing his side's the crazier side, so that's going to be fun. Right. But this, and I what just you... want to mention, oh, I, I just want to mention that that the last time they updated their blog, uh, in which is the fourth of July, two thousand and twelve. That's always good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, back to the ground crew project. Uh, where do they rate on the crazy scale? Um, jeez. It's kind of hard, isn't, isn't it? Because they have moved so far away from their original... Original idea of what they were. I mean, yeah. it's still weird, yeah. Yeah. and it... I think that the, her version definitely brought in some kind of Christian ideals, ideals that aren't in his right. idea of it. Right. Uh, he's more going, like, his... The people he's channeling are like aliens. The people she's channeling are the, all these uh, humans that are supposedly like galactic beings or whatever. But so yeah, mm -hmm. I think her version is probably the uh, the ground crew project, which is what we're doing, is not as crazy as his version. But it all comes out of the same thing, right? So you got to put that yeah. into context. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a six point five. I totally agree with you. This is a very 6.5. It's a little more than normal crazy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Totally. Movie round. Uh, Luke, have you seen a movie this week? I did. I saw The Irishman, which you saw last week. So. Oh. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I watched... Uh, I I watched it in one sitting, kind of. Like, I watched the first half of it, then I watched the uh, UK uh, Prime Minister debate, which was only an hour long. So I watched, right. I think, an hour and a half or so, somewhere around there, of it. So, like, half of it, watched the debate, and then came back to the movie. Uh, it was kind of just like a little intermission, basically, which right. I, I worked out pretty well where I cut it. It was a good spot for it to get cut in half. Uh, mm -hmm. really good movie, amazing acting, the story was very oh. interesting, um, good. can't really complain about anything, I gave it a 10, 10.0. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much a, a perfect movie. It's, I totally agree. Yeah. I don't know, I someone can't think of anything that someone, is wrong, so. Yeah. I, I think, I, I talked to Jeremy about it, and I said it's actually better than The Godfather. <laughs> yeah, it's just so well put together, and the characters are so yeah. interesting. Every single character has its own yeah. uh, interesting thing about it, and they're all played mm -hmm. by very good actors, every single one of them. And it's shot very well. I was expecting, because somebody had told me there were all these long, flowing shots, and there were a few of them, but not as many oh, as yeah. I thought there were going to be. It was a, a bunch of very mm -hmm. quick cuts and things like that. Um, but overall, a very good movie. Recommend to everybody. Uh, it's definitely going to be a contender in the Oscars this year. We'll see how Ooh. 
how yes. well it does or if it gets held down because it's a Netflix movie, which I can see somebody complaining about that uh, right. in the future if, if something does happen like that. But we will see. Uh, what did you see this week? Uh, we didn't talk about it, but uh, I think the, not the Grammys came out this week. Uh, what is the, Golden the, the Globes. TV one? The Golden Globes, Which yes. is TV and movies, right? Yes, yes. The Golden Globe uh, nominations came out this week, uh, but yeah, that will be it. it it's a start of award season, that's for sure. Uh, another movie that's been talked about in the award season uh, talk is uh, another Netflix movie. Funny enough, it's called Marriage Story. It's with. Uh, the one with the very big lips, uh, and uh, Danny Driver. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Angelina Jolie and Danny Glover. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Nope. Uh, uh, is it Danny Glover? No. no. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. And uh, uh, yes. Okay. Anyway, um, very, very, very... Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay. Very good movie. Yes. About uh, a couple that is getting a divorce. I mean, uh, if you... Uh, I think this will have a bigger impact on you if you had had parents that have been divorced. Because this is a movie that's very, like... It's, it shows actually how fucking awful it is for kids because they have a kid together and how it impacts uh, the family and how it's like uh, people think that they will be friends and then they find out like maybe there's a reason why we got divorced and things like that. Uh, as a man that has been divorced as well, I also found this movie very, very interesting. Uh, it's a nine and a half out of ten look. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, if it's really? if it's being talked about as an award winner, uh, I definitely yep. need to check it out. Uh, I saw the new in, in Into the Dark. I know you like those, Fro. There's a new one of those out. Mm. Uh, it's called A Nasty Piece of Work. Uh, it says, A boss private, private equity company invites a couple of his employees over to a Christmas party that turns out to be an intense competition for a promotion. Right, it gets very crazy. Uh, I really like this. I, what did I give this thing? I gave it a 7.5. I thought it was really well done. The acting is really good. Uh, definitely some actors you've seen before, maybe not heard of in there. Um... Very interesting concept. It's a concept you've seen a hundred times where the boss is making the people battle over a promotion, like, legitimately, that kind of thing. Like, you've seen this this right. movie a few times, but this one's done in a very, very horror... It's not comedy, because you've seen this in comedy s setting before, but this is, like, super horror uh, sen sensibility. So, <clears throat> like I said, 7.5 out of 10, I would I would say, and I definitely recommend it to you, for, just because you like these. I love this, yeah. 
I I saw all twelve <laughs> when they came out because it's like uh, one one every. This one is also month. Christmas themed. It's a Christmas party that he invites oh. them to, so yeah. it's very, it's good for this time of year. Uh, the last movie I saw was Doctor Sleep. Uh, I had next to minimal uh, thoughts about it because. I'm one of the few people that I will, I know of that doesn't like The Shining, uh, and uh, I think I think The Shining is uh, overrated. Me and Stephen King are very we we we, we agree on that. <laughs> Me and Stephen. Uh, so when this is the follow up to The Shining, so I wasn't very excited to see this movie, to say it mildly. But uh, yeah, it came out, and I was like, "Yeah, I can download it." Uh, but it surprised me of how interesting I thought it was. It's uh, it's a horror movie that I think you will li- dislike if you didn't like. Yeah, I think you you will not like this movie if you very, very, very much like The Shining. If you thought The Shining was totally okay, like me, I don't dislike. I don't hate The Shining. I I just think it's okay. But if you think The Shining is okay, I think you will actually like this movie a little better because they do some liberties with the story in The Shining, where I find that they follow the script of Stephen King a little better and things like that. So I gave this movie. A 7.5. All right. Um, that was it for me, for movies. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about the, the movie I saw last week. Uh, Playmobil. Yeah, movie. What is going on in this crazy place? Vikings. This world's nothing is what it seems. Okay. Ago, things were different. Ye- they weren't really unicorns. What are those called? They're not unicorns. Uh, Pegasus. Pegasus. <sighs> What's happening? This movie. I'm confused already. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got turned into a Playmobil character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie is so good. We never saw her as like a live action person. I could find your brother no problem. Uh, yeah, you do. Okay. Greatest secret agent. This one. I like Jim Gaffigan. Over the yeah, last several months, a number of citizens vanished into the air. Do you think it's the same people who took my brother? I'm 100% almost sure. Well, well. You're the strongest, so. fiercest warrior. That made me giggle. <laughs> and now, you can all fight. The, there, there, there's something very strange with the animation as well. Like when I watch this, it's like. It doesn't really like they don't play on oh, where where the Lego movie you could see that it was made out of Lego things. Right. You you see this, the styling of this doesn't look like anything from the Playmobil sets at all. Like even the characters doesn't really look like Playmobil characters. I mean, yeah, the hair on one of them maybe does, but not the right. secret agent guy. Definitely, I've never seen one with hair like that. Right. 
the hands oh. obviously are very similar. That's the only. It's like right. the hands. I think that's why at yeah. the beginning she was yeah. spinning the hand to show. Oh look, this is. This is the, everything we're doing here. What the hell right. was that character? Yeah, no. It's so, okay to be excited so to confusing. see me. You're only human. And uh, funny enough, none of the stars of this promoted it on their social media. I actually have something to say about that pretty quick, but yeah. It had yeah. Daniel Radcliffe in it. Tell the boss Dell yeah. here to see her. I got a Dell down here asking to see Miss G. No, not Adele. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's like, have you ever like even smiled of the jokes in this movie? I giggled at that one part just now yeah, during the yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Magically transported to the fantastical world of Playmobil, a team joins forces with a bumbling secret agent and an adventurous truck driver to save her captured brother, captured brother from an evil emperor. Seventeen uh, mm percent -hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 2 out of 5 on Common Sense Media, even, uh, but 60% mm. of Google users liked it. That's the best store score there. Yeah. Did you say 29% on Metacritic? Oh, I didn't have that, but uh, I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, low, low. Where did you find this... Uh... Did you find any reviews of this, maybe? I did. I went to the Facebook and barely anybody was talking like talking on there. Nobody barely any reviews. Right. Like most of their posts had no nobody underneath them commenting. There's maybe one or two posts that had comments under them, so I don't have very much here, but uh, Ted Link says just saw the movie, totally enjoyed it. Uh, Jane, Jamie St. Pierre says Sorry for the embarrassment, but you had to have some kind of idea this was going to be the one of the worst box office bombs in history when you pitted it against Frozen 2. Uh, your movie studio just screwed you over, is what Jamie Pierce yeah. said. So she actually, it, it, that is kind of a positive because she's saying it wasn't that bad, but you had to know putting it against Frozen was like a terrible idea. Right. Uh, Jack Presley on IMDb.com said, uh, No me gusta. Annoying, pandering, generic blur of a motion picture that had no reason to exist. That's a good good uh, thing there. Okay. Uh, Dr. Steam uh, gave it two stars and said, Commercial, just an hour long commercial for Playmobil. Uh, they ought to pay the people to see it, so... I'm not sure if that's uh, so good. But then suddenly... Okay, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. uh, Linda Vepapieti, the best movie of all time, gave it 10 out of 10 stars. And the headline is best movie of all time. Of all time, look. Okay. Of all time. Okay, are you I ready? Believe, I believe this review for sure. Truly an underrated gem. The action is uh, great. The racial slurs are a bit extreme at points, <laughs> and the gore is too much. <laughs> and the gore is too much, and it's perfect. Uh, making the movie R-rated was a great decision made by the director. Seeing Playmobil nudity was at first a bit 
off-putting, but it uh, was what the movie needed. They gave uh, Lino de Salvalvo full control. Now watch the box office episode. So that is kind of the most funny review I've ever read. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm reading a article uh, here. The Playmobil the movie reportedly had a budget of $75 million <laughs> and opened mm-hmm. with far less than a million. Uh, so, yeah, because there aren't any other movies that came out this weekend, let's go right into the movie bet, and we'll talk about how much money this movie made. Uh, $656,000 <laughs> in the opening weekend here in America. Say that number again. Six hundred. I'll give the exact number here. Uh, $656,530. And it opened in all. It was a wide release. It opened in every movie yes. theater, and it made n- like nothing. But like, like the one uh, guy said, uh, <laughs> they opened against Frozen. If you're gonna go, are they gonna right. go see Frozen two, or are they gonna go see Pl- Playmobil? And it was they were gonna get blown out of the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should have released this movie in August, but obviously that wasn't an option. But uh, I agree, the racial slurs are a bit extreme. <laughs> yeah, that definitely yeah. seemed legit. A uh, legit thing. <laughs> uh, I love when people troll IMDb. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this did absolutely nothing to our movie bet because... Right, it gave me yeah. an idea, though. Someday, maybe not next month, maybe not the month after that, but someday it would be fun to switch it up and make our movie bet which m- movie makes the, the least amount of money. Oh, <laughs> I would love to do that. Yeah. I would love to do that. But yeah, uh, so so far my winner of my bracket is Playmobil the movie. <laughs> Obviously, right. Very, very... Yeah, I'm going to be very surprised if if nobody beats it. It is uh, one of the lowest grossing movies that is was released widely. So right, but uh, 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 money made by movies is kind of like golf, where the lower the score, the right. better you're doing, right? Oh wait, that's not how it works. Oh okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry <laughs> to break. Break the the idea of that. Yeah, no. I don't think I will win the movie bet with this. Movie. Maybe this is a producer's uh, situation where they're like, let's make as bad of a movie as yeah. we can and it'll make yeah. us money, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, such a good movie. Oh, I love the pro- producers. Have you ever seen the remake of the producers with... Uh, what's her name from Kill Bill? Right, and... Uh... The British guy. Uh, yeah, I I, right. I wasn't working in a movie theater when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. The original is very, very, very good. The Irma Thurman version is awful. <laughs> awful. <sighs> okay, awful. plugs. AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get a free trial of Audible and a free book. A 30-day trial. Cancel any time within the 30 days and keep the book. Mm-hmm. And also go and get a free copy of the impeachment record, so you can have fun with that. Yeah, so much for fun. sixteen hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, also check out Sharks Pond uh, South Park podcast where we discuss South Park. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake, the last episode of South Park that was last week is the one of the best episodes of South Park ever. Maybe. I gave it a 10 out of 10 and Bill also gave it a 10 out of 10. So... Oh, really? It's, okay. It cool. was definitely a gem, yeah. And we're going to cover the last episode of this season this week. Uh, and we will also cover all the wrestling that you need to listen to on that wrestling show, where we definitely will cover this uh, weekend's uh, TLC, uh, where I hope there will be a lot of TLC matches, and not like the last year's, where there's one TLC match. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. realize there was a WWE pay-per-view until today, but yeah. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like they say. Anything special you have seen this week? Uh, YouTube Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stretching while Just I'm talking. Disliked uh, again. Not... People not, not happy much. with that they didn't try. I mean, I understand what yeah. YouTube did here, is that it was so yeah. disliked and hated last year that they just tried yeah. to do the most vanilla, bla- plain, mayonnaise, just boring thing they what, could possibly do. This is an episode of Watch Mojo. Right, I, I've heard people say that, but I never really watch Watch Mojo, so I don't, I don't know the yeah. reference too well. I know the, I know of the channel. I just don't ever watch their videos, so... Right. Uh, but, I mean, it is just a list, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, PewDiePie did a reaction video to it. Uh, Which I haven't seen yet, because it came out today. But I've yeah, seen yeah. reaction videos from a bunch of other people. Yeah. And everybody's basically saying the same thing. Like, some people even going as far as, we'd rather have last year's, because it at least gave us something to talk about, right? Right. No, it's, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's just extremely, extremely weird. Um, Internet Today uh, saw our run sheet again and did uh, (laughs) an explanation of the the banana. So thank you for that. Yeah. Explained the art of the banana again. So I think Dan is hired back again. Daniel, the intern, right. Uh He probably must have gotten his job back. That's fine, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But but this time we stole from them, so it's okay. (laughs) I was at the grocery store this week, and a car alarm went off. And I just realized, when is the last time I've heard somebody with a car alarm? People just don't have car alarms anymore, or they just don't go off. When I was younger, it seems like if you were in a parking lot of a grocery store, especially a big grocery store... There's always a car alarm going off <laughs> in the early 2000s. Now it doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. I uh, thought that was weird. I posted a video there for you to check out, Fro. Go ahead and look at the chat while I go into something else. Okay. Elon Musk uh, got off for the pedo thing. Yeah. Uh, he went to court against... who? Where was it? I can't even remember what country... Uh, the guy was from, but uh, he uh, I guess it's really hard to prove uh, whatever they were trying to prove against him. And so he, he's going, right. he got off scot-free, which I thought was interesting because we talked a bit about it yeah. in the past. 
Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think it's a little sad that he got out so scot free, but yeah. But he's a I mean, millionaire with really good lawyers yeah. and everything else, and the other guy probably did not have yeah. super high paid lawyers. My is my guess, but who knows? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else have I seen this week? Uh, I have a strange feeling that I haven't seen a lot of other things. I've been busy this week. Oh yeah, the new Ghostbusters uh, trailer. Did you see the new Ghostbusters trailer teaser? Oh yeah, the teaser. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right. What did you think about it? Uh, I mean, it didn't have much. It was pretty short, but oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know what to think about it. I mean, is. Ghostbusters ruined now after the last one. I I'd still be interested mm-hmm. in seeing it. Yeah, I mean the last one is awful. Okay, uh, I see that you have sent me a picture of John Cena. Uh, apparently, watching? this year I just saw this commercial for the first time. But if you look down okay. at the date of this video, fro, it's April, so it's been out for right. a while. But uh, it's John Cena doing ASMR, fro. So I thought I'd freak you out a little bit because I know how you feel about ASMR. Let's listen to John uh-huh. Cena do ASMR. Oh my god. In three, two, one, play. Hello. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Whisper some things to you. Quadruple distilled. Oh my god. In San Francisco. Uh. Wow, that is good. I'm John Cena, and I'm proudly American. Hello. This will haunt me in my <laughs> Isn't that? Oh. I saw it and I went, oh my gosh. I mean, we cover bad commercials at the end of the show here sometimes, and I went, it's got John oh. Cena. It's got ASMR, and it's a right. terrible commercial. So it's like it's got it's a triple whammy. We gotta watch this. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, let's talk a little about what we are going to cover last next last week. Yeah. Next <laughs> yeah. Week. Yeah. Uh, last week. Time machine. <laughs> Time machine. Uh, it's the beginning of the end of the year. Look. It's definitely the, because the main topic is our five best worst movies of 2019. I have a strange feeling that the movie that we talked about uh, will come up again when we do right. our best worst movies of the year. I never really but, know uh, because yeah. I always find that once I really go back through all the movies I saw and I go to all the way back to January and see some of the movies that I don't right. even remember I saw, that... You know what I mean. Uh, things get moved around. But right now in my head, that's definitely up there. Right. Uh, we will cover, sadly, episode 5 of Dollhouse. Uh, Dollface. Yes, Dollface. Sorry. Uh, we will do another digital review of Bombshell. I'm going to guess that movie is about what we talked about for two hours, 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. About L. Yeah, it's it's that movie that we talked about, isn't it? With uh, Charles Theron. 
Right. We didn't talk about it on the show, though. We talked about it off. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot when we were recording. Right, <laughs> when we don't. Yeah, we talked about it before the show, so yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, that movie is going to be interesting. Um, are you ready to guess three things that we're going to talk about next week? Oh, wow, we didn't do this last week. Uh, I forgot we were even doing this. Uh, no. Let's see. Uh, I guess... Um, uh, Norwegian soda, uh, Christmas soda scandal of some kind, right? There's going to be a scan- oh. scandal. Uh, Timberwolves attack woman at supermarket. I don't know why that's okay. going to happen, but it's going to. And uh, ancient city found under in lake. There you go. Boom. Three. Boom. Boom. Uh, I have a strange feeling that we will hear. There's there's this rumor uh, that Denmark almost had a terror attack this week. Uh, uh, almost, we never cover things like that. An right. almost terror attack. But, but there, there's been a rumor. So I'm going to guess, sadly, that we will have a terror attack in some city. Um... Something to do with Epstein. I know I'm cheating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's joke for Luke. Uh, and then we will talk of Russian baboshkas that are used for heroin smuggling. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, layer after layer after layer. There's a lot of hiding spots in uh, Russian babushka for drugs. So, why not use it for drugs? Uh, Okay, I think I'm super tired, and uh, I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, So, what's your name again? My name is Luke. My name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. (laughs) 